Welcome back, boys and girls. It's your guy, John, here, your favorite host, episode three of LA Confidential. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me again. Uh, we're back at it. Oh, man, it's good to uh, good to have an episode three. Uh, I know last week uh, I talked to you guys about getting some really cool instrumentals in here uh, for my guy I brought in last week, boy Atif, and I was going to have some people on for have a kind of do like a debate type show. Uh, I got to push that back one week. It'll be on episode four, I promise. Uh, we're going to get that going. Uh, we're going to stick with kind of the same format you saw and heard or on episode two and episode one. Uh, let's go over a quick, we're going to go over a quick uh, game uh, recap of the week. This will be quick and then we'll get into some topics. Episode won't be as long today, but we're still going to get some good stuff in here. So uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get right into it. So Lakers, we're good now. We uh, we went three and one on the week. We're uh we're uh, fourteen and nine right now, sitting uh, sitting pretty right now at fifth. Uh, I like it. Only two games back uh, from first. Again, you know the West is a tight race, but that's nice. Uh, again, fourteen and nine, sitting pretty. But we started the week off on a little bit of a rough note. We got kind of smacked around by the Nuggets. That was that wasn't good at all. I like, looked that was just gross. Jokic killed us. Jamal Murray killed us. Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez killed us. So you know it was a bad day. Making him look like an all-star. I'm not saying he can't play, but, I mean, we made him look unstoppable. That wasn't good. We just, it was one of those games, like, LeBron didn't score a lot. He didn't score well. Nobody really scored well. We couldn't defend. We couldn't rebound. We definitely couldn't stop people from hitting threes, second chance points. They had the ball flying around. We couldn't rotate. It was just an ugly game. Like, you know the game was bad when the next day the organization has to call in Denzel Washington to come pep up the team. That happened, actually. Denzel got called in, and uh, he got called in and came to talk to the team, give an inspirational talk. And, man, it must have worked. He must have gave us that uh, that Remember the Titans talk before that last game because uh, we won out the rest of the week. Uh, so it definitely worked out. That that, that happened. That was uh, It must have been for the better But because uh, we came in the next day. Pacers game, nothing to really talk about much there. We kind of were leading the whole way through, got that done. Uh, the Mavericks game... <clears throat> We actually struggled in the beginning a little bit. They ma- the Mavericks were playing us, uh, but we kept, we turned it up on them in the second half, and uh, we came back. Uh, LeBron, another big day. Uh, Kuz, a pretty good day. Uh, the last game uh, of the week when we played the Suns, the first, it kind of, it just confused. I, I paused there because it confused me. Every time I think about it, I get, I get confused. We actually started out struggling against them. Um... And they were up double digits early, but we ended up winning by over twenty. So it's just kind of, it just turned around. Uh, I mean, maybe partly because Devin Booker got hurt, but like really, we were in control for the most for uh, for that second half of the game and a good number of it. Um, one person I would definitely want to commend this week is Kuz. I mean, Kuz, of course, again, just kind of balled all week. Like he hooped all week. <laughs> I mean, he's been really hooping all season. His numbers look good this season. Ingram is getting more solid to me. His shooting's getting more consistent. Uh, Lonzo's been doing his thing normally, you know, with a few points here. Uh, the scoring isn't really as consistent as we want, but, uh, you know, the rebounding and the defense are there. And uh, honestly, speaking of defense, I kind of want to go into that here. Like, I was reading an article earlier, and it's, it's, it's one of those things where the players, they kind of want to be a top 10 defensive team this year. Um, and you think about it, it's especially over the last couple of years, Defense has been what we have lacked over the past couple of years. It's because it's a young team, uh, so it's to be expected. But you look at some of the pieces we have, and honestly, defensively, we could absolutely do it. 
Um, Lonzo is a great defender. Josh Hart and KCP are both really good defenders. When Brandon, when Brandon Ingram, as we saw last year, when he puts it together, he could be a very good defender. LeBron, we know, is a really good defender. He's a smart defender, good help side defender. JaVale and Tyson Chandler are just absolutely locking down the paint already. They've, they've made their career out of being good defenders. That that automatically is what we got. When we got that, Tyson Tyson has just brought all types of energy to the team. Like that's a, that was such a good pickup that like it's already it's just paying off already. It's paying off already just having Tyson and Javale. I we I've talked about Javale already. I'm not gonna be that. Everyone knows how I feel about how Javale's been playing this year. He's been, this this man's been amazing. So uh, that's been great. So honestly, the fact about being a top ten defensive team. Anyone who thinks that's out of the realm of possibility just hasn't been watching basketball this season. You haven't been watching the Lakers, at least. I know that. Because the way we're playing, because we're looking at this point now, we're looking better and better uh, every day, every game. Every game is looking better and better. There's something that's fixed. There's little hiccups here and there, like, of course, with the Nuggets game, but that happens. But overall, as the weeks go by, this team is starting to mesh more and more. And one thing that I talked about last week that I really wanted to see, and it's really happening now, is that we're getting some of these other guys involved. Exactly what we wanted to see, because we weren't really running a big a big rotation before. Now we're getting up on teams, and we're starting to get some people involved. Michael Beasley is, I, like I was saying, Michael, listen, Michael Beasley obviously is not the guy, and throughout his career hasn't been the guy that people thought he was going to become out of college, being the number two overall pick. Um, but Michael Beasley can play, like, don't be fooled. Michael Beasley can put the ball in the basket and do some things for you on the court. And Michael Beasley got some playing time this week uh, in the past couple games in general and has looked good. He brings some good energy. Lance brings good energy. Obviously, we know Tyson's going to bring good energy. Um, I guess that Suns game, we were up big, so we got to see a little bit of Mo Wagner, uh, one of our rookies we drafted. Uh, Mo Wagner is a big uh, stretch four man, and that's exactly what they wanted to see. It was, it was, a, it was a good scene. It was a good, nice good scene when he hit his first NBA points on that free throw. He just shot a free throw. It bounced up. Shooters roll, went in, the bench uh, with all the guys, JaVale and LeBron and Tyson and, uh, and Lonzo and Kuz. Everybody went crazy because uh, he got his first NBA points. Like uh, They say uh, Mo Wagner really has been working hard in practice. They wanted to reward him. They really wanted to see what, we, what they got here. So it was kind of a culmination of everything, having the bench celebrate for him. It was a really nice moment there for Mo Wagner, but I'm glad to see him um, really getting in. Uh, got to get him involved. We got to see what we got here. Rondo's still out with injury. Uh, but I do like that we're getting uh, a lot of these other guys involved in. Uh, Ivica Zubak uh, got in and got some playing time. Uh, we're kind of finding out, like, which which rotations uh, are working now. What, uh, I, again, I, I think the lineup that we've been starting, what I said at the first, at the beginning of the season, uh, obviously with Lonzo, Ingram, uh, Kuz, LeBron, and JaVale is definitely, definitely our best starting five to have. Uh, I like that starting five. Um, you, got, you got, you know, JaVale and LeBron, who have obviously, you know, been in the league for a while. Uh, JaVale is, knows his role. He catches lobs, finishes around the paint. But uh, one thing about JaVale I've seen now, JaVale is pump faking people, doing move. I see a lot. It's not, I'm not talking about like Pau Gasol, Tim Duncan move, post moves, but he's, he has a little up and under. I've seen him do, I've seen him boost some moves. So it's, uh, it's, it's good to see from JaVale. Uh, but it works good because, like, that team, you know, LeBron is forever, like, he's not, he's old, but he's not really old. And he runs, he can run all day. Uh, and then the young guys like to run, and JaVale's out there running with him. So it's looking good, and I think that lineup works. Um, 
next week when we really get into the show, we're going to go into like a little bit further about maybe what type of lineups we like to see. Like, what's our defensive lineup? What's our uh, maybe what's our fourth quarter lineup? Uh, you remember the beginning of the season they talked about uh, Luke Walton talked about his death lineup. Uh, we're going to run the, our four uh, our four young stars with Lonzo Hart, Ingram McCoos, and then with LeBron, and maybe play LeBron at center uh, as a death lineup. The run and gun, so that would that would be interesting. We'll talk about that more next week. Um, but yeah, these lineups have been uh, these lineups have been working. I like I like the fact that we're getting more of the bench involved. Um, one thing, one trend I've really noticed over the past week is that LeBron hasn't and he doesn't he doesn't have to do as much um, in some of these games. Um, he really hasn't had to do as much. He still does a lot, of course, but it's not like all on him. Like some of the guys are producing now. Which is like now the teams can't teams of course are going to focus on LeBron first, but now we have guys who can punish uh, punish the other team if they don't focus on us. It's you don't focus on everybody, people get punished. That's that's I think what LeBron really has been missing, uh, and I think that's what we need as a team. We've been missing guys have to finish, guys have to punish these people. Um, one thing I will go to though is a little uh, I. I don't want to say a controversy, a little mini controversy early, early this week when we had the story came out that LeBron, this came from scouts too. LeBron was, when LeBron brings the ball to the court, he ignores Luke Walton's play call. And Luke Walton's on the side, gives LeBron a play call. LeBron is going to do what he wants. LeBron is doing what he wants despite what Luke Walton says. If he likes to play, go with it. If he doesn't, he's going to do what he wants. And that's just how LeBron is. LeBron did that with Ty Lue. Uh, he did that with a lot of former coaches. If he feels like that's what it is, that's what it is, and that's what it is. Now, I've heard differing opinions on this. Um, my thing is a lot of the time, like coaches and players, are obviously aren't just going, especially new coaches and players together, obviously aren't going to be on the exact same page right from the jump. They have to build uh, a, a sort of rapport. Uh, it takes time. Now, what I heard was that now Luke and LeBron have kind of have kind of have like a, a good understanding. Where if LeBron is out there running the point, if he's on the floor, if he's running the offense, Luke will obviously put his input as coach, but he'll let LeBron pretty much run the show uh, to how it's comfortable, how it's comfortable to him. When LeBron's not on the floor and we maybe have some of our young guys mixed with some vets, then Luke mainly calls the plays and they'll go with that. So LeBron has always been sort of like a player coach. And honestly, as long as we're winning, which it's looking good now, as the team is meshing, I think that's working. Um, a lot of people come up to me this week because it's like, oh, John, listen, man, it's time. Luke Walton, he's got to go. He's got to go. He, we should just go ahead and fire him now. And again, again, people like to jump to conclusions and just like to jump to that. It's just you have to give it a little time. Magic Johnson has already shown his support for Luke Walton. I don't I'd be I'd be very surprised if he decided to just to, just to let Luke go just like that. But I I don't see it happening. I feel like Luke is very flexible as a coach. He, I feel like he'll make it work. Again, people were panicking early in the season. It's looking good now. We're fifth seed. This season has been a weird season where the Clippers and the Nuggets are the one and two seed. And um, the Rockets are like are like back there around 13 or 14. It's just one of those weird seasons. So it just needs to play out for a little bit longer. Uh, it's too early to say anything. Uh, so, again... LeBron and Luke look like they've got it together. So I'm not going to worry too much about that. I think that the way it's working now, 
where I feel like LeBron is getting to know his players better and getting to know these young guys better and they're getting to know him better and they're getting to feel for each other's game because this, this offense looks smoother and smoother. Like there's been several plays where we've had fast breaks where the ball isn't touching the ground or <laughs> between Lonzo, Kuz, LeBron, JaVale, it's just not touching the ground. And we're just passing it because we know we know where everybody's going to be. It's just a sign of good basketball. Knowing where your teammate is going to be before they're there and making the pass, it, it helps the offense run smoother. If we keep that up, you're just going to be dangerous. So it's a lot of what I want to see. Um, honestly, honestly, without that, like without that, we can't win games. So uh, that, along with keeping up the defensive effort, uh, I can't see us going downhill from here. Uh, other than that, guys, that's pretty much going to be the show for the day, honestly. I told you guys it's going to be a little bit shorter episode next week. I'm telling y'all, you have to tune in next week. It's be special episode, episode four. We're going to start entering the debate era of uh, LA Confidential. We're going to have people on there talk about some real, 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 real hot topics. Uh, if you guys have, honestly, debate ideas, go on, post it on the Twitter. LA Confidential John, post it on Instagram, John the Great Five. Uh, give me ideas for if you're what your, what's your debate ideas? What do you want to hear? Uh, we have plenty of them, but I want to hear what you guys want to hear. Honestly, uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter and follow me on Instagram, guys. Uh, next week, episode four is going to be debate week, uh, so I can't wait. I know a lot of people can't wait from that. Uh, we're going to have people on. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, guys. I want to thank you again for joining me on LA Confidential. I will see you next week. Make sure to come hang out with us. Love y'all.